0: What is up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. Today, if you you should I mean this podcast one is gonna go out on June 2nd. So if you're listening on the day it's released, it is the first day post circuit breaker. Phase one. Phase one. Day one of phase one. After yeah. 56 days of
1: circuit breaker.
0: Fifty-six days. And how how much of a 180 <laughs> turn is your life gonna be, Terrence? Uh, I, I'm gonna Anything vi- different. I'm gonna probably visit my parents <laughs> <or>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you are? Oh you haven't visited your oh yeah, I guess yeah, right, yeah, you, yeah. you
1: haven't you haven't seen them at all. I mean I've 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 uh dropped off food at their
0: place, that's about it. Yeah. But no no contact or anything. No contact, la. yeah. Literally no so contact. So are you gonna hug your mom, mom and dad tomorrow? No, la, I'm gonna keep my mask on all the way. La. I think I think <laughs> it, it's
1: still it's still uh important, especially when you're seeing old people to Yeah. You know, minimize the contact with them do elbows uh. you know the the elbow thing now yeah is it you a thing sh- already yeah yeah at least i see it in sports uh. they they don't do they don't shake hands and with the elbow like like if you watch the german bundesliga they elbow they don't uh, they elbow, uh. shake hands yeah
0: well wow. that's pretty cool so but but yeah so i mean aside from that like my life right I mean, because right now i'm back at home with my mom and my bro- brothers also back mm. literally nothing is going to change like life is not going to change at all yeah uh, I mean, even so,
1: for us, like, like, yeah, even for us, uh, a lot of uh, work that we do, we, like, writing and all that, we can still do from home lah. Only that yeah. uh, podcast, I think we need to record in person, because it's a, it's a very different thing lah, right?
0: It's a more intimate, intimate thing uh in person. Yeah, and we, and we but, hope to
1: be able to get people on, on our podcast as well, like, like Rishi was on our podcast Because
0: uh, But that's why it, it feels...
1: Yeah, sorry. What? No, no, I was but... just saying, it was just, like, very tricky doing a three-person podcast where we're each recording ourselves separately yeah. and <laughs> there was a lot sending files to each other and ahead, then, yeah. hey, can you send this send this and <laughs> this and then the, the next <laughs> thing you know like everything's all
0: messed up already <laughs> no and then even when we were talking like because now already two, two of us remo- recording remotely there's always like we are kind of cutting off, each other off with three people yeah. it was like yeah okay sorry so you go ahead you go ahead no no you go, you go ahead you go ahead you go ahead but yeah back to the thing tomorrow it feels like it's a bit weird because it feels like there's supposed to be oh freedom but yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people are feeling this kind of like okay, what's what's the difference? Because there might be people whose life might be exactly the same, yeah. who have been going to work every day. There's there's a lot of people who are going to be working from home, so nothing's gonna change. I wonder yeah. if this, who are the people who are like a one eighty change? I don't know, um, yeah. Who's I mean, going some, back to work tomorrow? Some people are being
1: forced to go back to work and there's Oh some, like fi- finance and all Yeah, there's some rumblings essential. of people not wanting to go back to work, la, But uh, you know, no choice. Uh, uh. The bosses mm. want them to. And, and if the company is taking safety measures, uh, it's fine. Like, I think I read something in the newspaper about a seven-month-old pregnant lady. She's being forced to go back to be a receptionist at a, a pretty much
0: empty office. Oh, uh. damn. So, okay. Yeah, so... Is there a whistleblowing number that people can call? I think there is, right? Probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think I think there is. If you if you, if you you are facing some sort of pressure like that and you feel it's unjustified, you can Google it. Yeah, but, yeah. But I guess the the problem of having to go back to work for fear of catching something is it it's kind of a pales in comparison to the issue that has how you say devoured the US and as a result the rest of the world this past week. Yeah,
1: you know, strangely I'm kind of like uh okay, I won't say I'm happy or anything like that. But the fact that uh, most of the news is not coronavirus related now. That's actually yeah. a welcome change for me. <laughs> like a, a, as much as it is it's a bit more and everything like, but but just not having to read about
0: coronavirus twenty four seven is I mean, actually good the, for me uh, i I read some tweet someone who tweeted from the u s uh, and he was just like, What happened to the coronavirus <laughs> because now now it's it's true, right like the shit that is going on there like I, I mean like if, if you just turn on the news like there are a few YouTube live streams, just watching it right. It's fucking insane man, and I think even Hong Kong didn't reach levels like this like. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Did it? Because now it it feels like you're getting... Any one incident, you can see so many different angles. And I guess because uh, all the news is reported in English, you, you don't have to worry about only getting like English news. La. Whereas in Hong Kong, I remember there were times when if you see certain news coming out of China, it's going to... I mean, actually, China, I don't think they covered it much, but you... you you couldn't get access to all the various mm. news outlets, mm. like, Whereas now it's all there, but it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah,
1: but maybe it's before we go deep into it. It's worth like just uh, recounting, Recount Yeah, and just briefly giving people uh, understanding of why the US is in such such a shit show now, la, Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, uh, do you have a timeline uh, of of
0: it? Uh I know, I know. Uh, on twenty fifth May, la, That's when it all started, la. Oh, Okay, okay. Yeah, because last yeah. week we
1: spoke about the. The, not last week I mean the, the last podcast we spoke about the New York Central
0: Park Karen the so, the, cl- the clash of the Coopers
1: uh. yeah so that one was uh, I mean it was a racist thing that happened and it was pretty bad uh, but I think this one was even worse lah. Like, this was yeah. like the next day or something like that right
0: this yeah I, I remember us saying that uh, that was horrible to have happened especially because it was a few days before this happened I think yeah. when we recorded the last podcast this had happened and, and by this uh, what essentially happened was on 25th May uh, George Floyd, who apparently was trying to make a $20 purchase at a store using a counterfeit note, uh, had the police called on him. Uh, four police officers came and they handcuffed him. Um, he didn't seem like he was resisting arrest at all. And then I think they they were questioning him. Then they brought him across the street. And there was something that led to one of the police officers kneeling down on George Floyd's neck while he was handcuffed. Mm. And it was like for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Mm. He was on George Floyd's neck and George Floyd said, I can't breathe 15 times. He was calling out for his mom. He was saying everything hurts. And I think after about 4 minutes, he passed out and Mm. they were onlookers recording the video. They were telling the police, yo, he's not responding. Does he have a pulse? And the police officer kept his knee on George Floyd for another 4 plus minutes and then they finally took him in the ambulance and I think he died in the ambulance. Oh shit. Yeah. So, and the whole video is available. You can see like the full 8 minutes and it like it's fucking crazy like we, we, it's not a new thing but I don't think it's been documented from start to finish now the process of a white police officer killing a black man Yeah. So when this happened yeah things like erupted online there were uh, I think the four police officers were fired the next day mm. but what has happened since then o mama. Yeah.
1: So I mean basically since then uh people have started uh going on the streets in protest uh, so mm. they are breaking whatever state curfews there might be for COVID nineteen. We're on the streets to protest, and alongside these protests, we start to see some uh some violence against uh police, and also some a lot of uh looting going on. It means they are breaking into stores which are have been closed probably because of COVID nineteen, and yeah. a lot of shit is getting stolen. Um, and then President Trump has even tweeted that, you know, he's tweeted that he won't hesitate to send in the National Guard when the looting starts, the shooting starts, which he clarified yeah. that, that, that he says that once when people start looting, then it starts getting violent. Uh, and then <laughs> Facebook and Twitter are in an argument about whether they should censor his tweet because it seems to stop violence. And then so, uh, yeah, has just, yeah, so, it's, it's just been escalating. Uh.
0: Yeah, So and, and there's so many outlets where you'll get a, a much better summary of what's been happening, what the sentiment is on the ground, what it mm. feels like in America now. But what we wanted to talk about is that from ten thousand kilometers away, right? As Singaporeans, right? You you also see more people share and be very vocal about how that issue in the US is something that we all need to think about because if it, it affects us in some way or the other. But yeah. one common sentiment that I've seen in my echo chamber of a Facebook feed, and and some some, some of our listeners also sent us this this screenshot of a post by Ho Ching, mm. where literally she was on the side of the, the group that is condemning the looting and saying that it detracts from the protest. So to mm. quote, she says, it's one thing to be angry, it's another thing to loot, burn or destroy property. The Japanese bus drivers were most admirable when they go on strike. They continue to drive their buses on time. They just stop collecting fares for their company. Their actions were clearly targeted at their company with whom they have a dispute and not inconvenience the commuters whom they served. So there's, mm. this, there's this common sentiment la, saying that, you know, you want to protest silently, protest. But the moment it becomes looting, right, it's, unjustified is' it's, it's in inexcusable, and you are literally breaking the law so mm. so what what do you think of that uh i think well, firstly there there
1: there's a lot of people out there saying that the looters are should be seen separately from the protesters because there's actually a very there are big groups of people protesting who mm. are trying to keep it as a peaceful protest um but yeah. there's also groups of people maybe a bit more opportunistic who are seeing it as a chance to damage private property and, and to take things for themselves uh. and there, I even saw a video of like uh, a guy clad in black wearing a mask using a hammer to smash windows while mm. protesters were telling him not to do that and he oh, was yeah, just smashing yeah. them and just walking away like he wasn't even trying to steal anything so there, there is there are also theories that these are instigators from mm. the police force apparently who are saying okay like you want to protest, police, protest against police fine then we'll show you what happens when violence escalates, and no police are here to help you. And then you see what happens, all. Oh. So there's a theory that's going around. Yeah.
0: So actually, there, 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 are a bunch of different theories, right? One. Mm. So what the, the theory you just mentioned is where the police are actively not taking uh, a stance on the looters to kind of show people that they're helpless without police, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've also heard things that um <laughs> where uh China is funding uh the looters to go yeah. and loot to fucking like show their citizens, see, this is what happens in a democracy. And there was this one one article that was written by, I think, a prominent uh, Chinese, China Global Times uh, journalist, where Mm. the title was, US should stand with Minnesota violent protesters as it did with Hong Kong rioters. Because, you know, (laughs) know, during the Hong Kong riots, there were a lot of people from the West saying, you know, we stand for Hong Kong, you know, justice and equality and all that. But then now, the moment... Things get a little out of hand, right? They're like, you know, you, you're fucking breaking the law. Trump himself called out the the uh in air quotes liberal democratic governor of Minnesota, telling that if you don't do a good job, uh, you need to stop being so soft, or if not, I'll send the military, military mm. in uh the natural national guard. So it just feels like, yeah, I think so. So I mean, the the conspiracy th- theories aside, to me, it feels like okay, there's there's protests and there's enough videos to show that okay, there's so there's that the police aren't. Unrespecting the peacefulness of some of the protesters, also. Well. There are so many mm. videos of people sitting on the ground and the police literally like trampling over them, spraying tear gas, running them, uh, like charging at, uh, at them in their vehicles. So it just feels like, okay, there's all this shit happening, but rather than kind of say, okay, it's being funded and this is not the true sentiment, feels like there's something at the crux of it which needs to be addressed. La. And I know CNN has been very vocal about. Uh, questioning the leadership at this point in time, right, mm. but it just feels like when people say the looters uh are detract from the protesters, I don't know like Singapore thankfully hasn't had a protest in our lifetimes, but mm. I'm thinking if you if you keep protesting and protesting and protesting, and nothing changes right mm. can you blame people for for getting a little violent oh but but that's the thing that like i
1: whether they're even the same group of people yeah, that's whether the they're question, the same uh, group. right. Like, like yeah. whether the protesters are getting... because I think the protesters uh, let's say if you just it's just a peaceful protest what they are against I mean they're they're protesting against police brutality especially against uh black people right and and mm-hmm. that's something that years for years and years and years they've protested against already yeah. um it's the the looting part of things uh it's a bit trickier to I think it's a bit trickier to say that it's the same group but I think uh Trevor Noah he did he did a video of himself talking to a camera essentially just saying like uh Yeah, like even even if the protesters are the looters, right like maybe like what you say like maybe they're at a point where they feel that there's there's no other option uh, where the social contract that they have signed to be part of society uh there's there, it means nothing because uh, law enforcement doesn't enforce the law properly for yeah. them so why should they if they are setting the example for for how you should follow the law, then why should they follow the law lah, you know? So so yeah. that's why he's saying that even if you don't agree with the action and, and yeah, looting is not equivalent to protesting, but if you try and just put yourself in their shoes and understand where that frustration is coming from, maybe uh, it will help you understand better why why the country is so angry or why somebody is yeah. quite angry.
0: I think I think he talked something about the domino effect, right? Yeah. So because I mean I think the 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 thing is, it doesn't help that a lot of these people who have been cooped up at home, chances are there's some of them who have who have faced like income loss, job loss. So mm. there's so much built up angst, right? And I think I guess what what I was kind of uh, kind of getting a little uneasy is when people immediately equate certain acts of. Uh, Injustified, inexcusable violence yeah. as like just oh then you are fucking up the whole protest because mm-hmm. I think I think it affects people's perceptions and the first time this hit me was in 2008 when I got a chance to do an internship in a non profit in South Africa mm. so that was uh, during those few months ahead of like the June to August period there were xenophobic attacks in in the in the slums of uh, South Africa where. Mozambicans and Zimbabweans were murdered by a few South African people. Yeah. And it was all over the news. Like. It was global media. My parents were fucking pissed off that I wanted to do an internship there. And when yeah. I went, in my mind also, I was like, oh shit, how's it going to be? How bad is it going to be? But when I, when I went there right, and I spoke to the locals, they said, it's true, Okay, a few people from the village did kill the Zimbabweans and Mozambicans. But can you imagine putting yourself in in their shoes, okay? They are fucking poor. They are, like, fucking mm. poor. There's disease. And you get this person who comes in, steals your job because he's uh, willing to work less than you. He ki- rapes your wife and then kills her and then steals your TV. Mm, mm, mm. And I think that is what led to the first killing. And then after that, there were a few more killings. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, the guy is still a murderer. You know, he's still killed. But it totally changed my perception of, like, oh, these guys are fucking savages just killing people yeah. to... The reality of the problem, like, and the people in in South Africa were telling me that this problem has been going on for years, but the government never fucking did anything. Yeah, and yeah. after years and years of not, any nothing changing, right? That then it becomes like someone's gonna crack, like. And mm. I think this in this case it might be that like five years ago there was the video of Eric Garner, right, who got strangled, mm-hmm. and he literally said the same fucking phrase, "I can't breathe." Yeah, and you look at it now, like, what has changed, man?
1: Yeah, but but I mean that's where I, I I still still think. Uh, Someone like Ho Ching, because she's so influential and everything, right? It's important that they don't equate looters with protesters necessarily. Mm. Mm. Because even in the groups of protesters, we see people of all uh, colors as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Asians, white people, black people, everyone is out there protesting peacefully. But I mean, in some situations, it gets violent out of hand. And there are there are people also possibly who are using this as an opportunity, like you say, to, to yeah, la, Uh, they, they've been cooped out at home and everything and they're just going out there to wreak havoc. La. So, yes, yeah. it's a, um, I think, yeah, is probably before jumping to just, to just equating that the looters are also the protesters. There's she a, probably there's need a to think, clarification, la, yeah.
0: yeah. But I tell you, like fucking, just to sidetrack, uh, finding yeah. posts that Ho, Ho Ching has <laughs> made, right, it's fucking <laughs> tough, dude. She posts like three posts an hour and yeah. it's, I mean, it's interesting, it's interesting articles. I like save some of her posts, but post, but finding this, like, you know, she's one of those people where when you scroll back, right, you look at, like, okay, you have gone through six posts and the the sixth most recent post was just like 45 minutes ago. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, how am I supposed to find something from last Thursday? Fuck, yeah. I think she oh, has, she
1: probably has hired someone to help her post all these posts. Like. I, don't know, man, <laughs> man. I don't know, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, she... I mean, she, she, to be she, posting she, so much, she's got to be on her <laughs> phone like all the time, man, Like non-stop, man. <laughs>
0: Right. You'd be surprised though. Like I think like she's basically like uh one of the aunties in my WhatsApp in my family WhatsApp group like, mm. except that she earns like uh over ninety million a year apparently. Uh, allegedly, right. but Allegedly. Then allegedly. allegedly then it's fake allegedly. news as
1: yeah as said. I mean it's not all fake we, news, it's just it's yeah. not hundred
0: million. <laughs> uh. It's not a hundred million. And all we know yeah. is that there are five people in GIC who earn more than in, in Thomasic <laughs> who earn more than her. Like, yeah, five yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. She's not the top five, <laughs> correct? Yeah.
1: She doesn't earn one hundred so, million and she's not top five.
0: So so what what are some of the reactions that you have seen from your friends in Singapore about this whole issue? Uh, uh
1: I think uh yeah you know, some people are putting up the hashtag Black Lives Matters a lot and saying that uh you should not just be not racist you should be anti racist uh mm. so that's I mean we stand in solidarity with with the protesters in the US and stuff like that I've seen that but I've also seen the oh but if you're standing in solidarity with the protesters but you're keeping quiet about racism in Singapore, that makes you a
0: fucking hypocrite. So that's the mm. other that's the <laughs> oh, other side of it that. I've seen. La. <laughs> so you know, So mean, how how has that panned out? How has that panned out? Like you've seen people debate each other on staying silent, is it? Uh yeah, I've s I have think
1: I was trying to look up like what were people doing? Uh how what can you do to help? Uh what can you do for the Black Lives Matter movement from Singapore mm. and all that. Uh so there there is some literature out there about first thing you got to understand is your privilege. Uh. And, mm. and they basically go into a privilege one-on-one class. And I think mm. I've talked a lot about my, my views about the term privilege and everything mm. before as well. Uh. So, uh, yeah, I I mean, I don't agree fully with, with what they're doing, but but at the same time, it's like, uh, the, the the truth is, it, this Black Lives Matter thing is a very divisive issue and, and um there's a lot of layers to peel through. Uh, and, and I can't immediately yeah. say that you know the way it's, here, it's happening in the u s is how you should do it in Singapore or anything like that like you know it's a very yeah. tricky thing how, how about you so what do you think
0: i mean i've seen I've seen some people post stuff that okay uh the racism that's happening there is relevant to all of us because there are mm. power dynamics in every country, and we need to be aware of the power dynamics in Singapore, mm. which I do agree. Um, thankfully I haven't seen any people go crazy saying, you know, like in Singapore Brown Lives Matter or some shit like that, la. Because I think that's when it gets uh a little tricky when you equate what is happening there with whatever power power dynamics are happening in a country like Singapore. La. Because yeah. as much as racism does exist in Singapore, like even as a minority, right, it by is no way close to what is being experienced in the US la. Mm-hmm. So so I think if if it it urges people to be a little more conscious of like Okay, the issues in Singapore. That's that's good, but mm. it, if it also urges you to just share a photo with no caption. Uh that has all lives matter. <laughs> it's probably it's probably doing you a disservice if you don't want to contextualize it la. Because yeah. honestly, like one of my friends shared that with no context in the So, so she Facebook. shared.
1: what did she share? She shared that all lives matter hashtag, uh. yeah. like is one
0: it? of those square images, you know, with just the word all lives matter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she shared it on her Facebook stories, which fuck fuck Facebook stories, like okay? really yeah. Instagram stories is too much. Facebook stories. So I just happened to click on it, then I was like, wait, there's no caption, no nothing. Yeah and I will admit that my perception of her changed because are you saying that because it's 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 been something in the past right you know the the detractors of the black lives matter movement or not say detractors the people who feel that it's a bit too one sided then they say all lives matter then you get blue lives matter yeah. and all this shit Wait, sorry, so let's let's
1: go through that piece by piece uh. so yeah. basically people who are protesting now are using the hashtag black lives matter right yeah in the, in the sense that saying uh black people's lives have been matter taken to. Like, yeah. They've been taken yeah. too lightly by the police or of law enforcement. They matter, and then yeah. uh, in response, people have come back and said, uh, "No, hashtag All Lives Matter." Right? Yeah, because and we are
0: all human, and all.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's not about your color, right? It's everyone's <laughs> yeah. lives matter. So yeah. and then why do Black Lives Matter people get so angry with All Lives Matter people?
0: I think okay, like this is just based on my own observation. I think what what the general thing, and I hope I'm not misinterpreting it, is basically, yeah, all lives matter. But the extent to which black lives black lives, seem to have almost been trivialized to the point where, okay, a police officer just kills someone. Okay, yeah. it's like, it's become normal, right? That is yeah. what they're fighting against. Like. Because one thing that we didn't mention just now is in Minnesota, when the day after this the George Floyd died, right, the Minnesota police actually released a statement that kind of ins- ins- insinuated that he had a medical issue mm. and he died because of that and it was only a day after that I think that the video surfaced mm. so people are saying yo what the fuck like if this is the report that the Minnesota police has put out how many people have actually died but with no video no one having taken a video of it so yeah. so that's where I think the Black Lives Matter movement again I, like, I, I, I think this is the case like that. all they're saying is that yeah it needs to be brought to attention because it seems like black lives don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. So and I think at this point in time I've seen a lot less people share the all lives matter thing because yeah. right now it was so clear, like it's not yeah. it's not even an ambiguous case like, oh, the white person was had had has a defense of some sort. Mm-hmm. But but well, so when my friend fucking shared that with no caption, no text, mm-hmm. immediately I'm thinking, wait, is she trying to be ironic or is she just trying to put a point, but then if you want to share something like that, you fucking just better yeah. contextualize it. But like. the
1: funny thing is, we saw, we saw a mutual friend of ours post both Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter in the, in the same hashtag, post. The hashtag. <laughs> the hashtag in the same post. So I was like, oh, what? No, But, but yeah. I think the, the the cartoon analogy I saw is that basically Black Lives Matter is a house that's on fire now. All Lives Matter is another house that, yeah, you know, maybe has some problems, but it's not on fire. Mm. So you have a hose with water right now. So which house do you you know, do you, do you throw the water oh, on? That la? is a good analogy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you, you have to throw it on Black Lives Matter now <laughs> la because it's the most urgent problem. Of course, all lives matter but it's not an immediate thing where you will die so if you don't hose so, it down.
0: So, our common friend is basically saying, yeah, yeah, you hose that thing now but you hose mine also. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. So mine. <laughs> don't be racist, against me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, okay, I, so, so, so I was trying to think about how she posted that. Mm. Uh, admittedly, she put it as hashtags, right? Yeah. So, maybe she was just hoping for anyone who feels like, you know, All Lives Matter, click on a hashtag, come across a post and have their perception change. Mm. But then, if you are, actually no, then then you wouldn't tag the Black Lives Matter thing if you're trying to change the perception of the people who put All Lives Matter. Like, because if a Black Lives Matter supporter clicks on yours, they'll be thinking, what the fuck are you tagging the All Lives Matter people? Mm. Man, man, that is a is confusing she, is your, post. Is your yeah. friend a majority race? You mean our friend, okay? Our friend. Your friend. She your friend. is,
1: she is. She is a majority Majority, race. No, how about the one the hashtag All Lives Matter one? Is it majority race?
0: Oh, uh, mixed. Mixed. Oh, but two majorities. But okay, between
1: between the minorities, (laughs) which how which is a higher ranking minority or lower ranking? Apparently, there's this. Don't quote me. uh, apparently, there's this hierarchy. uh. like Berta Hansen doesn't qualify as a normal minority, for example. No,
0: no. no. So that friend who posted All Lives Matter is uh, a mixed race between two majorities. Oh. <laughs> the worst kind of mixed race. Oh, I see. So <laughs> it's Not the just higher ma- in yeah. the power dynamic, <laughs> la.
1: even higher in exactly, the power
0: dynamic. Exactly. Not just majority in one part of the world, <laughs> no. majority all over. The fucking the Shibu. worst kind of, of mixed race. Okay. The I, won't, who I can won't claim <laughs> yeah, anywhere, anywhere, like like fucking out of a country, out of like four billion people, wherever they go, they are ma- they are majority. Oh, uh, okay, so okay, okay, so yeah. it's the super majority. <laughs> super majority, super majority. The so power
1: dynamic is super <laughs> up there. Okay, okay. So maybe <laughs> maybe it's, maybe no irony. Maybe it really is is what she believes. All lives
0: matter. Yeah, uh. babies. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Fuck, I never thought about it. <laughs> that 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 combination. Because even if. If it's the other population superpower that's makes up the other half, right? Yeah, yeah. Then there's there's still a hierarchy. Like, you might have like a fuck ton of people but because of certain characteristics you're still seen as not as powerful. Uh. Mm. Whereas the this person is the two fucking races that check all the boxes yeah. in yeah. in the different parts of the world. No uh. matter which part of the world you go, you <laughs> yeah, are no considered a majority. Uh. Yeah, correct. <laughs> except maybe except maybe what, uh, like one part of like the world uh, yeah. where you might not be a majority, the rest you're yeah. fucking majority. Yeah. <laughs> But but oh wait, then you mentioned one more Blue Lives Matter. What was was that about Blue Lives Matter? So Blue Matter. Lives Matter was when I think there was a lot I mean, generally there's a lot of hate towards the cops in the US. La. Mm. Uh, I think not so much around the rest of the world, but ever since the straight out of Compton days, you know, Fuck the police by by Ice Cube yeah. uh, came out, it, it kind of uh uh, concretize the sentiment towards the police. La. So mm. I think when Black Lives Matter was getting a lot of push and in certain occasions where maybe it got a little more violent than it needed to be towards the police or more antagonistic, there was mm. a school of thought that came out that said uh, blue lives also matter. Mm. So I think it was Dave Chappelle who said, okay, if you don't want to be a blue life, just take off your uniform, which is which is a fucking good point, right? Yeah, yeah, like you're yeah. not born blue. You're yeah. born black, You you're born like whatever the color of your skin is, but you're not born blue. So, that is another reason why that doesn't even fit into the bill of All Lives Matter versus Black Lives Matter. Mm. So, then it just feels like, I mean, I haven't heard of Brown Lives Matter yet. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, so, so, I guess, I mean, yeah, like, in terms of Singapore, I've, I've seen also certain like, non-profits just kind of highlight, like, okay, we also need to be cognizant of the issues in our country. La, but, but as a Singaporean, like, I mean, I honestly, like, as I'm sure most people, are. Like, you look at it, you're like, fuck shit, what the fuck is going on and but what can you do? But wait. What but here's a you?
1: very uh, here's a question that, as a majority uh, race in Singapore, I think I I, mm. I cannot answer. So I would rather ask you. Sola. Mm. when you compare mm. when you compare so called okay, let's assume there are power dynamics, like, Obviously, right? Be- between races. Assume, assume. Huh? Yeah, yeah it, we uh, assume we don't we don't oh. argue about the existence okay, of okay. it. We just say that okay, there okay. are power yeah. dynamics. Uh, mm. Would you agree that the power dynamics say between a white and a black person in the US? Uh, is equal to the power dynamics between the Chinese and the minority race in Singapore?
0: I think it's totally different. uh, Because, okay, as much as being a minority in Singapore, yeah, there are are definitely downsides, there's definitely Mm. prejudice, there's definitely discrimination. I mean, thankfully, I can say that my grandfather or my great-grandfather were never kind of physically abused and caged up and Mm. tortured by your grandfather and yeah. your great-grandfather. Like, yeah, we're also you know,
1: coolies and they also, all, everyone was a coolie also.
0: <laughs> grand, my grandfather <laughs> all also was coolie. Okay. Yeah, but even amongst the coolies, I hope they didn't, <laughs> that, I mean, there's no evidence to show that your coolie great-grandfather chained up my coolie great-grandfather. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all, like, same, all the yeah. same. Mm. Yeah, so so it's more the case of, okay, there's discrimination but not to a level that it is in the US like, because mm. there's so much history there and I think it's one of those reasons why it's such a tricky balance and you you always hear the people on the right saying like, okay, how long, how much longer are white people who had no responsibility in slavery mm. going to be held accountable to the discrimination that black people face? Like, mm. It's not an easy question to answer, but like what you said, like, it almost feels like that house is burning now. Mm. So it's almost like the other neighbors need to chip in to help save this house. Yeah. Uh, and kind of maybe compromise the attention on their respective houses, yeah. But it's not that easy for a lot of people to stomach, la. Yeah, yeah. So, so in that sense,
1: uh, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is that the history of uh, r- racial relations within like white people and black people in America is so long and so fraught with a lot of violence, a lot of uh, bad shit happening, lah. Right. Yeah. Uh, compared yeah. to the history of. Uh, the, the, the racial relations in, yeah. between the yeah, majority and, and the minority in Singapore. La. So, yeah. uh, in some sense, it's very hard for us to say that we totally understand what they are going through. Uh, yeah. And it's also hard for, for their situation to be taken wholesale and then put in Singapore and then say that, you know, like 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 you said, like, brown lives matter, that kind of thing. Because it's yeah. completely different. La, right? So, there's a very rich, uh, there's a very long, I won't say rich, uh, there's a very long history of why people are angry and 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 about the, uh, how black people are treated in the US, like right? Compared to yeah, compared to here. Okay, so so, I mean, hopefully that also helps people to understand why, uh, that there, there's such anger, like As opposed to Singapore, we we're like, ah, why why why
0: why do this? Why do this? You know yeah. that kind of thing. No, uh. and and it's better you kind of realize it before you're put in a situation where you realize that the 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 issues we face as Singaporeans, fucking, it's hard to compare it to other countries because I remember once. Uh, when we were invited to a YouTube event in London, mm. I think that was the year that only I went. I don't, I don't think yeah, even yeah, I when I it was yeah. for the, the creators for change. Yeah. And it was basically bringing, it, it was an event that brought together YouTubers from around the world. I think like maybe 40 to 50 who create content that address social issues. Like, thankfully, mm. we were one of those recognized. So we were, I think it was the final day on the bus or the first day on the bus to a dinner place. And I was just talking to the other creators. And I remember talking to one person who was from Iran and another person who grew up in an African country but moved to Canada. And I was talking to them and they are like, oh, so what kind of content do you create? And she said, you know, I, I do content for women's rights uh, in the Arab world and I talk about this and I talk about that. And, you know, like I've been in protest before and there was one time, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, my leg got blown off by a mine. <laughs> oh, wait, her leg got blown off. <laughs> her leg. Oh, shit. Her leg. Yeah, so oh, I'm shit. like, wait, wait what? What? Yeah, she was like, you know, there was a group of people there and we didn't know it was a minefields so I was walking in. and literally, I was looking at her fucking artificial lake. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, then what do you create? Then I spoke to the other guy. I think he grew up and had been, uh, I, can't, I don't know whether it's Congo or uh, some some country in Africa that had so much civil strife and his, I think he lost some family members and all that and then he relocated to Canada and now he makes videos about social issues. I was like, oh, fuck. Then they asked me, so what what, what, what social issues do you address in Singapore? I was like, uh, you know, just like, um, you know, like maybe you can't rent a place because of your <laughs> uh, certain skin colour or something. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So then after that, I was like, oh, shit, man oh shit, anytime people in Singapore say that, okay, we have it just like other countries and whatever happens in other countries, yeah, it's, it's not the fairest comparison. Not to mm. say Singapore Singaporeans grow up in like a bed of roses lah like, because every country has its own challenges but I think it bears thinking about how what you see in other countries even though it sounds similar might not be the most similar like.
1: Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's why it's better to, uh, yeah lah, like, Rather than post every six minutes about something, or see, you see a headline, <laughs> you post, it is to also just take a bit of time to reflect and understand what is happening before you,
0: you call it out and all that lah, right? I mean the the perfect example was uh, a Miss Universe Malaysia mm. twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Called uh, Samantha Bra Machirini Yeah. Uh, and her Instagram handle is Samantha K Katie lah. So I first saw one of our common friends posted on Facebook. And I was like, okay, then while I was going on Twitter to read up about the George Floyd issue before this podcast, I saw she was like second trending in Singapore. No? Yeah. So what she did on her Insta story, so her background is that she's half Brazilian, half Indian, grew up in Malaysia and she won Miss Universe Malaysia in 2017. But she went viral and I think now more and more articles are coming out because she posted some Insta stories that kind of said and I'm just paraphrasing, but basically, okay, I don't live in America, nothing to do with me. Mm. It seems like the, the whites, in air quotes, won because if you're, ang- uh, if you're angry, you respond in rage and anguish. Yeah. So people started uh, com- pinging her, like saying, wait, well, what, what do you mean? And she said, uh, okay, you know, and the way you react to stuff, it shows more about your character. Uh, I'm happy, I'm sad also because the world's not a perfect place, but fighting is never the solution. And this is what she says, okay, and I'm going to quote her, okay? Yeah, yeah. To the black people, relax, take it as a challenge, makes you stronger. You chose to be born as a, in air quotes, a coloured person in America for a reason, to learn a certain lesson, accept it as it is, till now, hunger and poverty still exist. It is what it is, it's inevitable, it's inevitable. Best you can do is remain calm, protect heart, and don't allow it to crumble. That's your responsibility. So that people <laughs> rightly responded like, um, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And someone... Uh, Message her saying, I don't quite get this post. By what do you mean chose to be born as coloured? And she replied, like our souls. Choose this life, chose this country, this race, this hu- this human form, specifically for a reason. I always wonder why I'm born in Malaysia as a white girl with Chinese mom and Indian grandparents and a Brazilian dad, but I chose all this for a reason as a soul. So, <laughs> it fucking, it fucking goes down from there, but she can't seem to understand why people are pissed. Um, yeah. And the memes that have come out of this are glorious, uh, but mm. this when I saw it, okay, what was your first thought when you when you saw her post like that? And she's got a following of like 161,000 mm. followers, so she's she's decently big. La. Yeah, I mean, I think she,
1: her answer is very much like what I would expect from Miss Universe contestant. La. She she alludes to global <laughs> hunger, a child dying every 45 seconds. That's like model answer <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for a Miss Universe contest. La. She
0: check up the 10-year series. <laughs> la. Okay, okay, got world problem, what to answer. Yeah,
1: might, but her answer stems from some kind of um a, a very spiritual kind of uh understanding of the world, which I, I understand there are some people who think like that, like we are all human and your soul is chose whatever your 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 karma, your life for you, so don't fight it or the kind of thing. But but uh I mean it's a bit insensitive like at this point to yeah. be posting something yeah, like that. Exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> like you can think that you can think that, but maybe just don't don't post it now. Yeah. yeah. Um because she also compared, I think someone said, you know, like, uh, w- what do you mean you got discriminated? She said, yeah, you know how many times as a half-white person, I got uh, discriminated in school, call, called up by the teachers? And, I mean... Oh, yeah, she says w- she said some things that the teachers said to her in Malay, right? But
1: actually, I don't really know what what is it. Okay, could you translate if possible?
0: Uh, okay, so this was in response to some people who messaged her yeah. saying... Uh oh she had to put line line in the forms where we take our race, which is yeah. essentially line line means others la. There's Malay
1: for others. Okay, okay. Yeah, Malay for others. Okay. So
0: and in some forms we feel line line doesn't exist. In that case you don't know, I was insulted all my life, blah blah blah. So it feels like there's one race where being a minority might not be that bad, it's probably white la.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but then right, you said then
1: she said the hit head mas- headmistress herself told her to Jagan Bawa Budaya Barat Mi
0: Skola. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> okay, so I have to I have to channel my twelve years of Malay school. Yeah. Oh, jangan Bawa. Oh, don't bring the north. The north boys to school. The north. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck. I think Barat. I think Barat is north or south. Uh, I don't okay, know. She's okay. half Indian, half white. See, so I maybe see. there's. It could be either. Uh, okay. But but yeah. So it, there was a discriminatory faith. So to me, this is an example of someone trying to kind of find like this line between what's happening in Malaysia to the US and kind of giving an opinion that oh my god, it's still just your opinion, so it's yeah. not fact. But come yeah. on, man. Like you read that, like how the fuck I mean, a lot of people are, are calling her out and like making a lot of jokes. I think her Wikipedia entry also just got changed <laughs> to like uh, Samantha Katie is Miss Universe and also a known racist or something. Oh like my God. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tough man, So tough. so it's it's fucking it's it's crazy man. It's crazy man. But I think she has gone up by two K followers in the past hour. Uh, what the fuck okay so this is another thing like what the hell I remember when I first looked at her profile I think it had 160k followers now it's 162 literally uh, in the time in this past few minutes when I clicked on a story and went back it went from 161 to 162 it might have just turned the cusp but the fact that she's getting publicity and if you google her name you'll see a fuck ton of articles yeah
1: you know I mean, so, I, mean I guess I guess she wants she for her is attention also lah, when she, she posts yeah, it or something like, like that right? I
0: never knew who the hell she is before this podcast and now I know yeah. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> but that's so. That's I guess the world we live I guess, in. The... I mean, I guess okay. Like, if if the, the little things that people can do, right, uh, would be to to kind of like maybe if if some of your friends have sentiments like this, just maybe like try and poke around and and see, and not just shit on them, but mm-hmm. I'd find some way to converse with them. I don't know, like if you have a Zoom call or something, don't be afraid to talk about this kind of stuff because I think that's one of the few things that we can do all the way from here like. and yeah. and rather than just post stuff on Facebook without thinking just educate yourself read up and be conscious of what the fuck is going on like, because it's fucking scary man mm. and it makes like coronavirus feel like like fucking like last year yeah, yeah last year we moved on yeah. from coronavirus already <laughs> yeah <laughs> and can you imagine if like there's no spike in the US because of this everyone will be like yo what the fuck man yeah we were in Singapore, like staying at home, when we could have been out on the streets, literally, like, uh, shoulder to shoulder. Mm. God damn. But I mean, uh, oh yeah, I guess also, uh,
1: I mean, this is not something that doesn't affect, will not affect us in day to day life. Like even the, for example, like sports people and and Nike, for example, they they're already taking, uh, very clear stances on on this, uh, on this protest movement, Black Lives mm. Matter. I think Nike has a campaign out already about "don't do it" in the sense that yeah, yeah. don't turn away from racism. Uh, a lot of NBA basketball players are are now in quarantine or what? They've all come out and started protesting as well. So uh, yeah, It's all, it's, um, it's a movement that's gaining a lot of steam, and I think it's important everyone just understands uh, what is going on uh, and don't don't say anything stupid that will get you in the newspaper at this yeah. point, Yeah,
0: And I mean. But now, honestly, I was just going to say and hope this brings about some change. But I can't fucking believe that, man. Yeah. I think, okay, if in some way it helps get Trump out of the the White House... He, he is, a, he's in, in the bunker. Uh, they moved him to a bunker.
1: Yeah, yeah, just for like an <laughs> hour, right? And is it is it for real? Is that true? I think so, because there were fires along the, the stretch towards it's the White House. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's fucking yeah.
0: ridiculous. But I've been also trying to... R- look at what the right has been saying, and up to maybe mm. yesterday or the day before, they were still echoing the mindset that you know once it, it the looting starts, yeah, the protest is totally it's it's meaningless like because all all that's happening now is a crime, which I don't know, I hope they're not perpetuating the same thing, but they very very well might be, and if yeah. they are chances are that Trump's supporter base still supports him like. so who the fuck knows what's going to happen man yeah God damn it. Yeah, it's I mean,
1: I I tried watching like a Ben Shapiro video as well. Basically, yeah. a lot of it uh, the, was stating that yeah, the they also are against what the policeman did. He is he he committed a crime, a very heinous crime, and he is going to get charged for it, la. So why why are people disagreeing, why are, la, right Yeah, now, why I'm bringing happy. the idea of racism to use it as a, a means of starting a protest and all that mm. when everyone's already in agreement that the policeman did something wrong, la? So, mm. yeah, so that's why it's important to also understand what both sides are saying. So, uh, if you watch one uh, Trevor Noah video, maybe you also go and watch a yeah, Ben Shapiro video. Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder. Yeah. And
0: you probably might not agree with them or you might find yourself agreeing with them, but I think it's especially important to hear from as many sides as possible, which is why yeah. for us also, we, we don't have a solution now, but we're just trying to wrap our heads around it and hopefully give you an idea of what are some of the thoughts we are having that yeah. might hopefully make you. Have some thoughts that might be different from what it yeah. they were at at the start of this podcast, lah.
1: And also a PSA about which hashtag to use, lah. Don't yeah. use the wrong hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Just don't blue use lives, blue lives matter. <laughs> matter.
0: Don't fucking use blue lives matter in anything you do. Okay, anything that's not black or not brown, uh, not black or not white. Don't fucking use it. How about, okay? about
1: all 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 lives also? Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. There's no white lives matter. <laughs> there's Whatever no white lives. Worst fucking hashtag. Worst all fucking lives. hashtag. Yeah. So so, I mean, we move from one global catastrophe to to a more localized catastrophe. Eh? Yeah, uh, this <laughs> or one, the threat of a local catastrophe. This one it might affect <laughs> our
1: green lives, unfortunately, because green, oh, yeah, green lives matters. Well. So actually, lives. it goes back to I think a couple of days ago, <laughs> the officer cadet school in Singapore, which is where our oh, the cream of man. the crop of our army, uh, is is trained. The officer cadet school in Singapore, they released a video that showed uh what uh recruit our least officer um cadets now are able to do when they see a safety breach uh in the middle <laughs> of the training uh. they've all been issued with this little card. It's called a safety stoppage card, SSC. And on it yeah. is a bunch of words, but the biggest word being stop. <laughs> Basically <laughs> like if uh cadet in the middle of training sees something that is uh, like a violation of safety rules or what he can raise it up like a referee in the middle of a football game and say, Stop and and then tell the instructor that, oh, according to safety regulation, blah blah blah, you know, we're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to be training under the hot sun at this hour. And uh yeah, it's meant to be empower cadets to be able to speak up when they see safety violations. Ah. So um the video was launched, yeah, yesterday, I think at like, it means on Sunday, oh, Sunday at 6pm uh, and it's already got over 200,000 views and a lot of uh comment. don't oh, know, it was oh, actually 30th May it was released already at, at around, mm. the, during the day. And it's got a lot of comments Uh, where where people are actually, you know, shitting on it or sometimes also saying good things about it. Well, what do you think about it? You haven't, since you are an officer with the Singapore Armed Forces as well.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if you could hear me but I was laughing the whole time when you were describing it. Lah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. okay, so first of all, I guess I need to separate the 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 intention of it uh and the video. Lah. The video is fucking yeah. hilarious, man. I haven't seen a funny <laughs> local locally produced <laughs> video as funny as this for a long fucking time. Because they they have all these people who are obviously not the best actors uh reenacting the scenarios and yeah. You just have this little uh, cadet who is in the midst of doing PT, showing his card and telling his fucking officer that, uh, sir, you know this is a no go. You know, for every fifteen minutes of work we need to have thirty minutes break. And the officer, the officer says, "Oh, thanks. I uh, sorry, I missed that out. Okay, guys, break and drink up." <laughs> like fuck, sir. Yeah. If you've been to the army in Singapore, right? Yeah. Um, regardless of whether it's OCS or not, right? You mm. telling me that your fucking officer? You need there were certain times when I was afraid that our officer would not. Like our instructor was not gonna let us was not gonna ask us to stop doing jumping jacks. No, we were doing jumping hmm. jacks for like 10, 15 minutes and like everyone's like, Hey fuck, why is he not why is he not stopping? Because he literally told us, okay, normally if it's twenty counts of ten or no yeah, twenty yeah. counts of whatever, he said endless counts and he just walked off. Yeah. So we're just fucking doing it. So it just feels like one of these things that okay, first of all, now to the intention of it, I think it's a good intention, but yeah, if it's for OCS, right, where you're training the supposed leaders, right? you need to give them like a physical thing to <laughs> without which they cannot interrupt a bad practice. Yeah. It's so like talking. Fu- you remember the talking <laughs> pillow in Breaking Bad? <laughs> yeah, I give you a oh, pillow, no. then I you're allowed reach, to talk. I have reached that season yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a talking <laughs> pillow, ah, so that you're comfortable to talk lah, when you hold it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like what you see in like uh, corporates also, right? Like brainstorming mm. meetings. Whenever someone has the ping pong ball or the, the, the magic uh, pop yeah. tart or something, they will yeah. be the ones to talk, like. But that almost feels like, okay, um, in in that group, you might have different personality types. It might be in the best interest of the company to also employ different personality types. This one, you're talking about leaders, la, okay? Even yeah. though I'm doing it in air quotes because not everyone who goes to a leadership school comes out as a leader. Yeah. I think we all can can agree to that. But it just feels like, f- fuck, man, like, you, when when in real life... And especially these people are fucking training to be soldiers, which in the event of a, a time when a soldier is needed, you can assume that it's not gonna be the most stress-free or a period where you can take out something and tell like, yo guys, yeah. uh can we can you hold up the firing? <laughs> you know, my friend just got uh, grazed in his thigh. You know. So I don't know, like
1: what, what do you think of it? Yeah, I mean uh it came to my attention because yeah, someone posted What well, uh, some of my Facebook posters said that he feels disappointed in this. He says that yeah la, safety is important, but uh I mean when you're talking about military, you're talking about a war right, like in the middle of war, mm. nobody's gonna like you're gonna <laughs> raise a <laughs> fucking car like, enemy stop shooting you know got, we fo- we forgot to bring our weapons or some shit like that, and then oh. like uh yeah, la, and then like like what you say also you uh a lot of boys who go through national service, they learn how to interact with authority and and uh, institutions there uh and if they're going to learn that there's some way that, you know, at work or what, you, don't, you see something you don't like, you just take out your card. And then you stop, you're not supposed to do this. As opposed to learning how to do it, like how everyone has learned it, where you have to negotiate in the office, you have to talk to people, you have to win people over on your side, you have to convince them of something. This one is, the, he's saying that it's a retreat back to, oh, let's look at the rule book. This is what the rule book say. And if you do it any <laughs> other way, you are wrong. So so yeah, la. to to me, yeah, la. there's there is some truth there they will lack the street smarts. Uh. But but this agent Yeah
0: What do you say? Can you imagine if like the commissioning peri- uh parade because we all get bayonets la, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like the those nice, you get a fucking yeah. golden SSC card or something. <laughs> like like forged in forged in <laughs> yeah, forged, gold. Forged And then it with your
1: name your name on it. You can use yeah. it anytime on your mother or your <laughs> father. <laughs> it's so
0: It's like the Stop. get out of jail card <laughs> <laughs> monopoly card yeah. for life. Yeah, so, but what were we what were we gonna say just now?
1: Um, but uh, I mean, I I I understand their perspective, like and it, it, it dovetails with that kind of perspective that kids today are a bit soft, like, right? Where mm. they have to complain to authority, they have to complain to their parents in the play- when they get bullied in the playground. Then go in army, they have to go in school, then they have to complain parents when teachers scold them. Then go army, they complain to they use safety stoppage card when gonna scolded by <laughs> by instructor. <laughs> So then they come to work, then they are like yeah la, So that I I understand that perspective of things, but at the same time, I mean we all know like The army is this like giant beast, right? That doesn't move. Like we we can talk all day about you know four G army, and then it's got to be, it has to be flexible, it has to train people, but you it just takes forever for the culture to shift. Also like, safety culture. So so maybe in some ways they had to do something that was uh like literally a physical card that that almost protects someone from speaking out. Like a whistleblower kind of card, la, right? So
0: I guess I guess it, it it's it's definitely influenced by the events over the past few years where oh, there yeah, were yeah. A, f- a few more deaths in the military that became super public. La, yeah. The yeah, most correct, famous right. of which was Aloysius, la right? The the yeah. ex-media cop actor who unfortunately passed away in a horrific um uh um, Ex- accident, I mean, accident in the accident, army, uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean there was a lot of talk about why, why, why did that happen? How could it have mm. happened? And there was another case of I think people being ragged and dunked into a pool or something where the person drowned. Yeah, SDF, so th- right? Yeah. yeah, SCDF. So this just feels like I think it was you who pointed out the other day saying that this feels like it's a it's a mechanic to almost transfer or di- or di- dilute the responsibility amongst the commanders to the cadets as well. Because yeah. okay, honestly right, in this case, if some something fuck up f- something fucks up, right? Yeah. Then they can just ask which of the cadets use your SSC card? <laughs> no. Huh? No one uh. All of you all, are fucking complicit all, all, in these yeah. guy's there Everyone gonna, gonna <laughs> charge. Yeah, that's, that's
2: right. Your commanders like, if like, or you all
1: have the you have the right to use your yeah, card, why you never use? D- d- yeah, <laughs> do you have
0: your card? Do you have your card? Uh yeah, the one you never show? oh huh? uh, uh, yeah, guilty. Then you might get the other fucking extreme anytime someone like ah they fucking just SSC cards come out <laughs> No go no yeah, go no yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go but so, yeah okay, so. but I, I do
1: remember like last time b m t got uh one person complained like literally really complained to authorities like he called s c f hotline to complain about vulgarities being used to score mm. him, la. and if I remember correctly after that he was he kind of became a pariah and and targeted la by by the instructors and stuff like that, so mm. i I have seen like yeah, la, when you don't have like instituted rules in place that people can whistle blow comfortably on the spot and all that, right? Yeah. Then, it, it, you know, it opens up a lot of po- potential for, for, oh, they complain to somebody, okay lah, then they might make your life like a living hell anytime, anytime you're in the army la, anytime you're in camp la, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're saying this sort of SSC card prevents that uh, because they can argue that they're just following instructions.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm saying that yeah. uh, it's part so, of normal, not your day-to-day normal protocol la, you So
0: know? So, I mean, along those lines, I saw some people comment about the Andon card system which was mm. pioneered by Toyota. Mm. So basically, it's the concept where uh, it's a it's a term in manufacturing line, but yeah. I think it became the most uh, it was pioneered by to- Toyota in their production line and okay. essentially it says that um, it is it is a principal element and it gives non-management workers i.e. I. the production line the authority to stop production or uh, because of a suspected quality issue. Mm. And literally it can be a button or a cord to pull. Uh. Mm-hmm. So some people are saying this is the equivalent being done uh, in the army, which is a good thing. Mm. But to me, I don't know, like when I look at it, if you're comparing army with a production line where yeah. every action is so calculated, so measured, so so little wiggle room, right? Mm. That it's almost a very predictable thing. And if something unpredictable happens, it there's something big wrong. Uh. Yeah. But um if, if you're fucking doing 50 star jumps and by the 47 <laughs> star jump, someone takes out oh bro, uh, sorry it's 15 minutes time's up we need a 30 minute break yeah. then they're like can you imagine being an instructor or not yeah you're like hey, fuck you, like, you did three more star jumps okay it's gonna take you 10 more seconds yeah but no uh, no go sorry sir sorry sir uh, we, and we only got 5 hours of sleep last night which means we need to get 2 more hours of sleep tonight wala yeah. oh, it's it just my god my but god so I, I I can only imagine like in reservist
1: units like this thing might be <laughs> like if <it'd> we <be> abuse that. <laughs> like, I got six hours fifty-five minutes of sleep yesterday. You know, like so, cannot have do IBPT
0: today. Okay, long fine. Sorry, lunch fifty-five minutes. Uh, yeah. No go, no go. Uh, safety stoppage card. <laughs> I will get in indi- in indigestion. Indigestion. Yeah. Oh so I don't way. know. I mean, there's
1: there's I can see pros to it, Like like the end, the endon cord. You saying, oh yeah, like like you mm. can stop production, The only problem with this card is that you raise the card, you say something and someone can still tell you, yeah, shut up, uh, sit down. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stop anything, you see. Whereas the end on call yeah. you literally stop the manufacturing plant,
0: you know, like, like yeah. so it's, it's a bit different. Uh. And there's probably some measures in place, la, like if you stop it, I mean, okay, even if you look in shopping malls and all, there's yeah. that fucking button you can press, right? But there's yeah, a penalty, yeah. La, yeah, unless yeah. they're saying if you raise your SSE card and it's not a real thing, you fucking do 50 push-ups. <laughs> do 50 push-ups, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to think hmm, is this worth 50 push-ups? Yeah, <laughs> right. Then you like oh shit um, yeah, just, I fuck,
1: just finish the star jumps finish should the star jumps <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: So if that's the case then I will support it uh, yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. I think that would be fucking
1: hilarious man Yeah. No I then think you uh, it, it must teach young people that you you complain and all that, there are also consequences. Yeah, la, there are right? consequences. Literally, yeah. not just, uh, especially in workplace, you oh, anyhow go HR and complain or make a complain, of yeah, MOM, right. this kind of thing. There are consequences <laughs> la, in so the consequences, sense, yeah. you know, the industry, small people talk, that kind of thing, right? So so yeah, it's like, good trading lah that way. Yeah, it's a
0: good training. <laughs> <laughs> Two fifty
2: pushups,
0: fifty pushups, fifty pushups. Yeah, yeah. Then if someone comes out, I army mean, with a jacked like chest, right? You know, I don't know he's a jock or he fucking anything. Also, just SSC card. <laughs> he's the so, pouto no king. No go, no go,
1: no go. <laughs> ah, fuck shit. let a go. Okay, okay. 50 like, fucking gamble.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the best. Man. Oh. <laughs> so it's oh, interesting oh, I, uh, that was a nice way to end the podcast which started a bit grim I,
1: I can't wait to go back to Reserve's Camp after they issued this safety stoppage card to all yeah, <laughs> of oh, I will just be using it non-stop ready oh, like I'll yeah. take it out more than my easy link card I'll just keep it out
0: tap, tap, tap. <laughs> oh, that was a nice laugh yeah. after thank such you, thank a you yeah, yeah, thank us, you SAF for giving us
1: giving us such joy during this end of circuit breaker fucking
0: oh, okay, made my nights yo. holy yeah. shit yeah Cool. Okay, that's a brilliant segue to to our final uh segment called One Shook Thing.
1: Yes, one Shook yeah. thing. Of the week. What
0: is what is your one Shook thing? Uh
1: I think uh my one Shook thing of the week is that uh uh I think Zook this week did a very good job of having uh, a party called Future Scapes, which was a tie-in that they did with Singapore Tourism Board. Uh what they did was they got a bunch of like international DJs to To spin for three different sessions. Uh, and then everything was mm. done over Zoom, over live feeds. And then it was streamed on YouTube and all. So they got quite big DJs like, like uh, Di- Diplo, is it? His name is Diplo or Diplo. Diplo, Diplo. Diplo, yeah. Diplo spun at like 11 a.m. on Saturday, which I thought was kind of weird. Then I realized, oh, because it's a Singapore tourism thing, they probably want to uh, tell clubbers around the world that, oh, come back to Singapore when this whole shit is over. La, you know, because... Mm. So, 'Cause that was like eleven PM on Friday night. Then after that they had like other DJs come, like uh a very cool Dutch DJ that I found out called uh San Holo. Uh, not not related to San Holo, la, but <laughs> he's he's a Dutch DJ called San Holo. Uh, yeah. and then yeah, and then they got Benjamin King to perform as well. They got Jasmine Soko to spin DJ and Oh shit. Yeah, so so it was a bunch of like it was like international and local DJs mixed, mixed together and then they showed people sitting at home just listening to music and partying and the music was good so like it just made me feel oh you know it's like a fun way to spend a Saturday night even during Circuit Breaker Wait, of so course, they showed people they showed yeah. people at home that means they did a Zoom call right so you know Zoom call you can see oh, everyone oh, so right, if I you see, switched see, on see, your see. camera you could you know be part of partying and there were some funny instances where people were like, blow drying their hair and then suddenly they were featured <laughs> on the main <laughs> thing and then I think Zook hired dancers to, uh. to street to also Zoom from their homes so there were oh, people shit, just dancing cool. on songs. So yeah, it was just felt like, uh, I mean, going, as we move towards a future of like, uh, really immersive experiences through AR or VR, I feel like if, if they can create where you put on a VR headset and then yeah, like, you're in a club, you're in Zook literally with all the other people who are also wearing a headset and you dance and you move and your avatar dances and moves, it's, yeah, I mean, it's almost as good as like the, the real thing. I like, said that you can't have a one night stand after that, like, but
0: other than that <laughs> it's, it was fun huh? it was quite fun no for me. then you flip to the other zoom channel <laughs> yeah the and you take out your, your, your long distance dildo and your long oh, distance yeah. flashlight that's your yeah. that's, that's no, what you've been that's thinking about <laughs> this, whole, this whole circuit breaker no right? I'm you dude zoom you can the, the corporate zoom you can break out into a different room right Oh, yeah, so yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. literally you just put up your hand, you know there's a function, you can raise your hand, oh, yeah. you ask a question, everyone has a number, then yeah, you'll be yeah. like, can I hook up with five? Then they'll like privately yeah. message five. Five, do you want to hook up with two? Okay, now then they'll send you to a room, you'll do your business and then you join the main group. <laughs> I tell you, that's the future of fucking Zoom calls, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Singapore Tourism
1: Board, you all know, yeah, you know <laughs> what, what special thing you need to add to this kind of live streaming yeah. event next
0: time. Wait, how many people were on the Zoom call? I think if I my friend
1: was telling me that there was 700 people at one point or, oh or that's like. and you have to pay like you have to pay how much no do no no zero is free oh it's free yeah oh, fuck, so I think if you dope, go to man. you can watch the the replay of the live stream on on the Visit Singapore YouTube channel wow that's that's pretty uh, really damn cool uh, man so it was it was cool la. I mean Benjamin King like got to sing and Jasmine Soko was DJing and, and like yeah, like, all the DJs were they they were I it was live because they were they could respond to people doing things on screen as mm. well. Like. So it wasn't some bullshit like
0: pre recorded shit or anything. So it was quite oh, fun. Oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool. That was my cool. one shot thing. My one shot thing is a lot less interactive. It's actually an old video that I chanced to because uh I, I have a list of like different stuff like uh, like the best live performances I've seen, most mm-hmm. motivating content, and whenever I'm feeling like kind of in a funk, I will just go visit these lists and watch these videos that always give me a perk me up. La. And I think it's something I recommend to everyone because life can be, is full of fucking shit. Of course, mm-hmm. you get nice times, but now it just feels like every week there's some new shit. So I watched this video of uh, Lenny Kravitz, you know, the, the yep. fucking badass singer. Yep. He was somewhere in... New Orleans, yep. and then he heard a choir nearby uh, singing "Fly Away," one mm. of his most popular songs, uh, yep. and he went to join, oh. and it was fucking cool because I guess maybe also because like the, the choir was predominantly white, mm. and he like is is a uh, black, and yeah. he joined, and it just felt like given the context of what's happening these days, the way they fucking came together and just had a fucking bomb ass time, and like they attracted. Like, it, I think in the comments of the video, you can see some people from the choir posting, saying that, yeah, we were singing these songs, but no one was really listening. There was a small crowd, but the moment Lenny Kravis joined them, the whole a fucking huge crowd came, and then Lenny mm. Kravis left, and then they stayed there for the rest of the performance. Like, and it just felt like one of those moments, like, oh, shit. Like, Lenny Cre- Kravis he joined, he played the drums. Wow. Then the last part, he sang with them. Wow. It was it was awesome. Like. Powerful, powerful. Fucking awesome, yeah. Super, How super awesome. How long ago was this? Um... Pre pre COVID, pre-COVID for 2010, sure. Man. 2010, man. Oh, 2010, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> fucking oh
1: wow. Yeah, it was fucking fucking great. Okay, it was okay. awesome. We'll check that out when yeah. we're feeling feeling
0: down. Down. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool, cool, uh, cool. So this
1: one is our final broadcast from the circuit breaker. Um, yeah I think going forward, we we'll definitely be trying to do more face to face. Uh, Podcast, yeah. so hopefully less lag, more interruptions <laughs> yeah, between the two why. of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. More
1: interruptions, more. Not so polite already, lah. Right.
0: Yeah, or maybe <laughs> it might just be awkward because Terrence and I don't know how to stay be in the same room anymore,
1: no, we, are, we If anything, we still need to be like socially distant. So it's like you, yeah, exactly. you were one end of the room, <laughs> opposite right the end other of the room. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing masks
0: Yeah. So
1: uh, cool, we'll, cool. we'll we'll take, It might take a while for us to figure that stuff out, but once
0: we do, yeah, we'll be back in force. Yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, please post all any questions or comments on our Yala WhatsApp Reddit, the link of which is in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, drop us a DM on Instagram or message us on Facebook, and we will respond to you at every time. But it might just take us a while sometimes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Cool. All right. And mm. if you could tell one friend about this, if you enjoyed the podcast, that would be great. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk Peace. to y'all soon. Bye bye.